I am changing my opinion on something. I've shared with you over the last year or so that I thought the opportunity in the commercial real estate market would probably be about 18 months in duration. Uh, I'm now changing my opinion pretty significantly. And a lot of this has to do with my conversations with Jonathan Twomley, with Anna Kelly, and of course, reading about what Kevin O'Leary is saying. And, and Kevin O'Leary has done a wonderful job of outlining the series of dominoes that will be falling in the commercial real estate market, the regional banking market. Plus, I have experience with banks doing extend and pretend. So, Anna, I'm not sure if this is good news or bad news, but it seems like the pain cycle in commercial is going to be longer than I expected. Maybe, maybe that means the depth's not as great, but I don't know. What do you think of all that? So I haven't read Kevin O'Leary's uh, writings of, of recent or heard his recent interview and and what his points are. But just kind of my my gut instinct is, you know, some argue that we're already at kind of the point of pain um, and that cap rates aren't really going to go much lower because basically, you know, all of the buyers right now are, are on hold and less. Uh, they get a steal on a deal. And right now there are still lenders who are extending and saying, you know, we'll work with you, just keep making your payments or or being willing to refi. And you're seeing some of that in these large, um, you know, large operators. With that said, though, if interest rates stay higher for longer, and I think they will, history says, regardless of what Marcus and Millichap and Cushman Wakefield and all the big brokers will tell you, history shows that if rates stay high for longer, cap rates will adjust. And so cap rates, if rates go up, cap rates will go up and there will be further fall in prices. And so that is one reason I believe that we could have this pain extend for a while because all the buyers are kind of hoping if I can just hold a little longer, you know, rates are going to come down and then we'll save our value and we'll save our property. The other piece of that is the lack of liquidity um, in the commercial lending market right now. And typically speaking, typically commercial banks do not pull back on lending until you're six months into a recession. And then it usually stays pretty tight for at least two or three years during a recovery. The banks have already started to pull back funding. And so, you know, when I could borrow at 75% to 80% LTV pretty easily, it's very difficult to get anything financed at any less than about 63 to 65% LTV. And many, many lenders are only offering 50, 55% LTV. So when right. you have a lack of liquidity, that means that even the buyers that see opportunity have to pay a lot more for that opportunity in cash up front. They have to raise more money from investors because most people don't realize I'm not just coming up with all my own cash to buy a you know, $50 million apartment building. I'm borrow, I'm I'm borrowing from the bank for a piece of it, but then I have to raise money equity from investors who want way more in their interest rate than the bank does. So when banks pull down LTV that they'll lend on, I have to seek more investors who want higher returns for a greater piece of it. And it's no longer profitable. So what does that mean, Michael? If rates don't come down and banks don't start lending a higher LTV, you're kind of at a standstill. And that standstill is going to last until 
the economy is healthy again, rates start coming down um, post-recession potentially. Um, and then we have to talk about the banking crisis. And the mm -hmm. fact of the matter is, um, although we haven't seen a lot of more regional banks fall, a lot of their loans have not yet um have not yet basically been wiped off their books. Uh, they haven't been foreclosed upon and there's still a wave of that to come. And most of it, again, I think this is what Kevin O'Leary is probably looking at, was financed between 2020 and early 2022, which yep. means they're coming due for renewal between now and 2025 with right. one or two one-year extensions. So that could put us all the way into 2027 before we see the tail end of the fallout of all of that, which is four years from now. So right. I think that there's continuing opportunity as these loans start to fall out, as rates stay high or potentially higher, cap rates adjust, you know, money lending is tight. Those things take time to go through the system. So it's not a once and done commercial real estate has fallen and, and therefore there's deep discounts. It's a rolling falling of commercial real estate values and opportunities for us that can take them down and figure out how to do it profitably. Um, so that's my, that's my yeah. long winded answer to your question. No, I think, I think, it, and I think it's absolutely right. I, I think there's, there's so much pain in the regional banking system that each bank, AKA operator is going to make individual choices on individual assets slash loans and operators, right? It's kind yes. of, it's going to kind of be, I don't know, a tripod, right? Is this a good and seasoned um, operator, right? The, the GP, yes. if you will. Uh, did they just get caught with a bad debt structure? Okay. Let's extend and pretend. Is this, is, is the asset in trouble? Well, we better get rid of that. Is it an inexperience? I, I think they're going to go through this whole, you know, almost Rubik's cube like kind of analysis and pick some winners and losers. But but also, some of them they can't foreclose, right? It would it would hurt their balance sheet to such a level that they just can't. And of course, they're not lending on new deals. The regional banking is just it's just a complete mess. And to Kevin's yeah. point, it will probably be that way for the next three years. And I think the end result is. There's less regional banks. I think consolidations or forced marriages yes. are one outcome, right? Kind of take two two bad and stick them together, and maybe you get one semi good bank. Um, but I think the real point of Kevin's thing is it's gonna be it's gonna be a while, and you and more to your point, you're gonna be an experienced operator, networking, looking at lots of deals. But I think we're gonna have a longer time frame. I really thought this might be over by the end of 24. I'm not even sure it really starts in earnest until 2025 now. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think opportunities will be years in the making, to your point. Yeah. And I, I think, too, you have to understand that that buyers are starting to understand um, the need for a risk premium again. You know, yes. in, in 2021 and 2022, it's kind of like, OK, well, I can buy it and and break even. But that's OK, because I'm going to get, you know, 15, 20 percent rent bumps when I'm done with right. my value add. And my cap rate's going to go up just ever so slightly. Um, I'm going to be 100% full and everything's going to go great. And the reality is starting to settle in that 
you know, this could take years. We we don't know. Again, we'll go back and listen to the first video, but we don't know where the economy is going. We don't know where rates are going. They're seeming that they're going to have to go higher for longer for longer. Um, mm -hmm. And that could mean a cap rate adjustment and some pain in the economy. And so now as a buyer and I am a commercial real estate buyer, I'm, I'm looking at deals all the time. I have to go. Not only do I have to get it for a, a good deal today with investor money, you know, being paid out at 18 to 20 percent returns to my investors. Um, if I can't do that on the buy, I can't assume that mm -hmm. everything is going to be rosy, you know, over the whole period and, and only get better. I have to kind of assume now that there's more risk that my cap rate goes up and my value falls on a net net basis. If I don't do anything with with net income, I have to assume that getting that new income is going to be harder in challenging economic times, whether it's recession or more inflation hurting my renter's pocketbooks. And I have to also assume that my expenses, my taxes and my insurance are going to continue to go up. And so I'm assuming more risk in the next couple of years, which means I don't want to take over someone else's problem and not pay myself a substantial premium, a risk premium for taking on that risk. And right now, Michael, I can tell you, I look at a lot of deals and even the ones with assumable debt that minimize the, the risk of, of the debt cost going up, the price that they need me to pay um, just to get them out of the property is still not sufficient to pay me a risk premium. And so you just right. like you've got kind of this standstill in the housing market in the residential world, you have buyers that are finally going, okay, I need a risk premium on day one when I buy it. Right. And that risk premium, that profit that I have to make has to be much higher than it was before. So that means these sellers are holding on, trying to sell, trying to sell, trying to find a buyer that'll take it at a price that they're not losing all of their money where they could just hand it over to the bank and, you know, and walk away. Um, so I, I think that that pain, you know, it, it's like what we in Texas, we call it a Mexican standoff. And that's in mm. no way derogatory to, to Mexicans. I got many family that are, but that's what we call it. A good old Mexican standoff or a good old Texas showdown, like, you know, the Astros and, and the Rangers. Um, mm. They're just, they're playing chicken and, and mm. the sellers are losing. And so buyers are being very cautious and we're not scooping up a ton of deals at a great basis yet. The pain isn't yeah. there enough for the sellers. So I don't think that pain really comes till the banks go, we're not helping you. We're not refinancing. We're taking yeah. it back. Um, and then they have to hope they can quickly find somebody. So 2024, 2025, definite pain, probably through 2026, even 2027, there's going to be great opportunity for buyers yeah. and, and, and pain for sellers. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be a forced seller in a market like this, either a bank or an operator that got caught uh, with a bad debt structure. Uh, right. Anna, where can people find you? Great, you can find me at social media, Anna Kelly Ari Mom, here on your show on my playlist and at my website, Anna Kelly Investing for Real Estate Coaching and Consulting um, Deal Review. If you're looking at a passive deal and you want to know whether you know, it's it's a good deal on a risk-adjusted basis. I offer consulting for deal evaluation and things of that nature as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.